Episode 145 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. Each day brings another element to the ongoing saga of the 737 MAX, Boeing, and Wichita Spirit Aerosystems. I have asked aerospace reporter Daniel McCoy to bring us up to date on all that's going on. We will talk to him in a moment. First, the big story in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. Think about Wichita's entrepreneurs, and you're most likely thinking of a family business. This week, we handed out the Family Business Awards, 23 companies that helped form the backbone of the Wichita economy. The awards presented Thursday, and their profiles are in the weekly edition out today and online at wichitabusinessjournal.com. That's on page 11. Also, check out our special report on talent. Attracting and retaining employees is an ongoing challenge for Wichita companies. Check out our report on page 29. This week's list, the Wichita area's largest manufacturing firms, a two-page list. Coverage begins on page 6. Well, as you know, by now, part of our mission is to help you grow your business. So each week we offer business leads, new real estate deals, bankruptcies, building permits, who's setting up a new corporation, who unfortunately owes back taxes, court judgments, all that information in each weekly edition. This week it begins on page 30. Back to talk about 737 MAX and all that that entails after this. Welcome to BizTalk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business, your business that is, is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. All right. Thanks, Daniel. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Appreciate you being here, even though I strong-armed you into it. (laughs) It's my pleasure. Appreciate you taking a break from uh, doing all this reporting. First, kind of bring us up to date. What's the latest news regarding the the 737 MAX? Well, where we're at now, uh, Spirit is planning on restarting production very slowly this month, sometime in March. We don't know an exact date yet, but um, the 737 MAX line has been idled out there since January 1st, and that, of course, triggered those 2,800 layoffs at the company. So they're planning a slow production restart this month. So last last year in total, they delivered around 605 of the fuselages for the 737 MAX to Boeing. They build other components too, but they grouped them all together and called them a, a ship set. And so they had 605 of those last year. This year, they're targeting 216. So you're looking at about a 65% decrease in planned output this year. So they had they'd announced that earlier, but the, the latest with their... Um, most recent uh, financial report is that they plan to restart production in March, and around 70% of those deliveries they expect to be in the back half of the year. So it's going to be a slow, kind of gradual push through the year, and they're still targeting that it won't be until late 2022 until they're back to what production levels were at last year. All this is in hopes that the 737 MAX will be recertified Maybe at mid-year, end of third quarter, yeah. beginning of fourth quarter? Yeah, that's still uh, certainly Boeing's hope. There's no definitive date on that either, of course. That'll be up to the regulators like the FAA. Um, it, it From what we're hearing and reading, that process is moving along, and there does seem to be some expectation um, that, that it will happen by uh, mid-year. One of the, uh, one of the 
aircraft's big customers, Ryanair, their CEO said during their uh, latest report that he's hearing um, April, May timeframe, maybe for the certification flight. So, or April finished up on some of the preliminary work, maybe May for a certification flight and then some work after that. But it could, it could have the ungrounding order lifted by the middle of the year or it could continue to stretch on right. uh, just as it has since last March. So Spirit is going to be restarting its production. What's going on up in Renton or Seattle or Everett? Uh, we don't really know exactly what date they're going to be um, restarting their production. They, their plan um, kind of outlined by their CEO, David Calhoun, is to, to get the suppliers going and start having product flow into their factory before they fully kind of um, restart those lines up there so that they have kind of a buffer in place up there as they kind of slowly start um, um, production back up uh, for the full assembly of the aircraft up there. So, um, but they do, uh, their hope is also to restart before the actual recertification. So there could be a couple months where they're building the 737 MAX, but it's still not cleared to fly. You mentioned David Calhoun. Obviously, as we begin 2020, there is a new person in charge. Dennis Muhlenberg is gone. There was a bit of a house cleaning yeah, at yeah. Boeing. Um, any any impact from that? It seems like, at least, that they said all the right things at the very beginning, and maybe they've sort of repaired the relationship a little bit with regulators? It seems that way. Yeah, it seems that way. There's been um, both from members of Congress and, and others kind of associated with this process. Um, they're, they're all, again, as you say, saying the right things, but they do say that they've seen uh, an improved relationship and you look even at at uh, kind of unrelated to the max issue but their ongoing troubles with the kc-46 tanker right uh general david goldfein said recently um that he's seen an increased level of intensity on those problems under calhoun so uh, it would appear that he is um improving relations with regulators and maybe even some customers and and uh kind of hard charging a lot of the difficult stuff that boeing had on its plate heading into the year so Spirit laid off or said they were going to lay off 2,800 people. Do we yeah. know if they got to that full amount? Yes. Yeah, they, they did. did. Yeah. So now we hear, well, they're going to be restarting production. Is there a chance some of those people might be recalled? Well, if the CEO, Tom Gentile, has his way, as many of them as they can get back, they're going to bring back. Right. So like I said, it's going to be a few years. So they're looking at late 2022 before they'd be at, uh, where they were last year, but right. they'd need people in advance of that, obviously. And he said that their preference would be to hire people that had already had experience with the company. Um, so they would like to call back as many of those folks as they can. He also understood, you know, they're going to have that's long time to right. wait. You know, there many of them probably found new work by that point. And so he also expressed confidence in the just kind of the general talent pool in Wichita and the training. Um, you know, infrastructure that we have here that they'd be able to find new people as well. But there's, you know, there's expectation that, that it'll be those 2,800 people and even more right. as they advance in the future, if all goes as planned. You and I both uh, sat in on Emerging Leaders Roundtable this week, and it was interesting. One person was talking, and uh, he was sort of in the hiring process, and he said, boy, it makes us nervous to hire somebody from Spirit because you never know when they're going to turn around and leave Obviously, you've made an investment in an employee. 
So it may have been tough for some of those folks to get a job knowing that they may go back. Yeah, it, it's tough on, on suppliers and other manufacturers. I hear that a lot in talking with smaller shops um, that, you know, they do like to have people with great experience like that. Right. But as soon as the, the cycle ramps back up or, or whatever, it, you, you know, this kind of niche problem is alleviated and there are jobs out there. Spirit's just able to, to offer so much more in terms of pay that, that people inevitably go back. And so then they're left, you know, trying to find talent to, to backfill those places. Right. Yeah. What have you seen uh, as an impact on the suppliers, the supply chain Obviously, we've got a huge supply chain of people that are uh, uh, companies that are supplying spirit error systems. Yeah, so their impact, um, you know, they're obviously they're going to be excited that some production is going to restart. Anything's better than nothing, but they have some issues and and some time to go here before they start to feel um, some some financial relief. For for most of them, their inventory um, spirit keeps their inventory on site. And they have, you know, minimum, maximum agreements on how much they have to have on site. They won't actually get paid until the parts get pulled off the shelf to be put on the airplane. Mm, okay. So, and then a lot of them also have inventories themselves already in their own shops. And so they're going to have to weed through quite a bit um, to start getting some, some payments back. I know of several that have gone to reduced work weeks for for folks i know several that have had had have had to do some layoffs nothing to the 2800 level but at a percentage base you know it's a a big chunk of their workforce and so they're they're uh uh, still struggling and with 2019 they can even though the jet was grounded for almost all the year since march um they continued producing and building for Boeing and Boeing was stockpiling the completed jets. Right. And so the real financial impact is, is only now really starting to be felt. So there's, there's some concern. Um, a lot of them, they don't want to talk on the record about right. it because they know it, the production's coming back and they want to have, you know, that relationship, uh, be good <laughs> when right. it does. Um, but there, there's concern, especially for those that are, uh, maybe a little more heavily tied, to the max, uh, a lot of them, and this was something you know we saw a lot of after the recession, have diversified a lot. Right. So they have an opportunity to to lean on some other programs until the max really comes back and and boosts up their financials again. You talked about the KC forty six tanker, that's built on a seven six seven airframe, yes. right? Yep. Still being produced at Spirit, no cutbacks there, right? No, that's one of the actual. Uh, that's actually one of the bright spots out there. Um, Seven six seven is is doing well. Issues with the tanker, notwithstanding, right? Uh, the Air Force <laughs> is still taking them. It's going to be several years before they're ready for full on service. Actually, the the general I mentioned earlier said uh, earlier this week that they wouldn't use them now and except in like an extreme case, like all out war right. or something like that, just because there's still problems with the the remote vision system. So that's a big one that Boeing is is on the on the hook to pay for. Air Force knew this system had problems. So this is like a console behind the cockpit where right. the refuelers sit now and electronically guide the boom in as opposed to where they used to lay down. Right. And the they back, used to be at like the very the, tail of the plane. Right, and the you look at 35. those KC-135s and you see that sort of stinger. That's the yep. boom that comes out to yep. refuel jets. Yep. And so now uh, there's a guy back there literally laying on his stomach, yep. flying that into the 
the uh, port for the uh, for the jet. Yep. Completely different system. So now it's yeah, it's all uh, technology driven now, and they're they're watching it on a monitor, and and it's using remote vision on the outside of the plane to do that. There's problems with that system. The Air Force knew there were problems with that system, but they wanted to start integrating the tanker as soon as they could. It was already two years late by the time they first started coming here. So they're working on that. It's going to be uh, 2023, I think they're looking at now, before a fix is in on that. And then there's other um, – they also have to redesign the boom on right. there. The boom itself uh, turned out to be um, too stiff for a certain aircraft to refuel them. So – um, the Air Force is actually paying for that one, but uh, the more significant cost is going to be on that uh, vision system. So they're still working through that at, at Boeing Defense. Through all this, did I see a video of a 777X flight as well over yeah. the last couple of months? Yeah, 777X has made its first flight, so uh, that was uh, some more good news, I guess, for, for us on the Boeing front. Spirit has has work on that aircraft, and there there'd been some it's, – it's a little behind schedule. There'd been some engine issues that delayed that a little bit, but it's made its first flight, and and uh, we'll see how that flight test program goes. It's going to be real interesting to watch with the 777X how the certification process goes because there's every expectation that the scrutiny, not only on that but on all new aircraft right. – after the 737 MAX is going to be ramped up to levels that it hasn't been before. No more self-policing, probably, yeah, by no. the companies. Yeah, there's even some uh, legislation being batted around, uh, potentially coming up in Congress, that would bolster FAA oversight. And, and um, good for safety, probably, but, uh, you know, aircraft manufacturers, are they're going to have to deal with a much longer and much more intensive process, I think, with the FAA. And we saw that with the Cessna uh, Citation Longitude. That took much longer to certify. And some of that, um, their leadership has attributed to increased oversight right. after the MAX situation. So with the 777X, it'll be real interesting to watch how that certification process plays out. One of the concerns was, as we had a huge layoff at Spirit Aerosystems, 2,800 people, How? What, is the, what are the ripple effects? How is that going to impact movie going, retail, restaurants, those types of things, housing. Um, it doesn't seem like we've really seen a big impact so far from that as, as, as it's tied to spirit era systems, right? Not, not a huge one. There have been um, some layoffs. There have been, there have been layoffs elsewhere in the supply chain and, and, uh, you know, related vendors, um, there was a, a Concentrix closed its call center right. location here this week or announced that it's going to close it. Um, but a little research on them showed they'd been closing some other locations around the country as well. So Not really related to. Yeah. I think part of what we're seeing is a lot of those folks that got laid off at Spirit, were they were still being paid for full 60 days right. after the fact. So they'll, they'll, they had a little bit of buffer. Um, and at the same time, uh, as you know, as we've talked with a lot of economic development folks here, they feel really strongly that they're landing spots for right. these folks right. and that they're able to find jobs and that companies are interested in hiring. So um, it, maybe the result has been people not necessarily out of work, maybe a little less than they were making and, you know, uh, you know adjust the budget accordingly, but um, not not like what we saw in 2008, 2009. Here's another variable to throw into the mix, the coronavirus. Oh, boy. We have seen Washington State and Oregon. Both of them have active cases. Yeah. We've seen 13 deaths, I think, I at believe, least in, yeah. in Seattle area alone. It's approaching that, yeah. 
And of course, We're past it at this right. point. Right. Yeah. And then we've got, you know, those Boeing production plants up there. Yeah, uh, there's been a lot of manufacturing, as you say, is closed down in China. Yeah. Now so, what? Well, we saw it when it when it impacted China. They did close down production facilities. Um, a report last night that um, they responded to a potential case at Boeing's factory in Everett, uh, where they do wide body production. Um, so like your 747, 777, right. 787. Um, and uh, I think what I ended up seeing was 10 people sent home, but nobody tested positive as of yet. But it was, uh, you know, such a – and Boeing has sent out, um, you know, information to its employees about, you know, prevention and, and you know, contingency plans and things like that. Um, but if it were to, you know, or if it does, if it's inevitable that it spreads to that, to that hourly production workforce – yeah, it'll be real interesting to see how they have to respond if there does have to be a, a you know, a factory shutdown or, or anything like that. And, you know, our county health director said this week, um, you know, we're prepared as best we can be for it. And it's probably a matter of just a matter of time before we start seeing cases here in the local area. So it could be a chance that our production facilities here would have to face those right. same kind of issues, unfortunately, at some point in the Lots future. Lots of companies are putting together plans to yeah. deal with the coronavirus oh, yeah. just in case. Let's keep our fingers crossed that uh, it, it won't actually happen. Daniel, thanks uh, for bringing us up to date. Uh, Daniel's stories, as always, at wichitabusinessjournal.com and every week in the weekly edition as well. Thanks for being here. Thanks for your hard work. And now go back to work. Absolutely. On my way. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. At Equity Bank, stories of growing businesses are a favorite of ours. So we created our own little series called Napkin Stories. Visit equitybank.com to see how some great businesses got their start. Well, a note, in last week's episode, I shared my experience so far with my diagnosis of Lou Gehrig's disease. Many people listened. Many people reached out to support me. Thank you so much. Your thoughts and prayers and offers of support, overwhelming and humbling. Thank you. Well, that's it for BizTalk with Bill Roy this week, episode 145. Check out all our episodes at our BizTalk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter, and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.